Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. is easy friends just download our podcast armstrong and getty on demand it's the podcast version of the broadcast show available anytime any day every single podcast platform known to man download it now armstrong and getty on demand i am struck by how much attention is being paid to the death spiral or um you know the coming downfall of china and uh, for instance san francisco or, you know, Seattle, Portland, whatever. These these uh, blue cities and or commies that have sowed the scenes of their own destruction. And it's become so obvious that even people on the left are talking about it. But what institution could be more important in the United States than our government schools, which educate the vast majority of kids, or at least a, a significant majority? I'd actually like to see those numbers come to think of it. But 
And I believe, and I mean this to my bones, I'm not trying to be exciting here, I believe American government schools are in something like a death spiral. It'll take a while because they're such an institution, but all the signs are there. I mean, it's bad. For instance, the WAPO, a liberal newspaper, is reporting that teacher shortages have gotten worse in virtually every American state. They looked at 37 states for some reason. I don't know. Maybe they got winded and didn't have time for the last 13. But they found that teacher vacancies grew in the last, is it, year and a half? Um, yes. Oh, good Lord. This is from the 2021-2022 the school year. A single year. Teacher vacancies grew by 35%. That's more than a third for those of you who went to a government school and flunked fractions. <laughs> That's extraordinary. It's shocking. And they go into uh, examples in Arizona, which are mind-boggling. Um, teacher vacancies rose from 15 per 10,000 students to 26. West Virginia was missing 1,500 teachers last year. That's a 50% increase from the previous year. Uh, some states obviously worse than others, but if you average them out, it's down 37%. I have a quick and, thought. Yes, please. Just because of it popped into my head. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm always blaming for this. I know what a lot of big government people always blame. It's got to be salaries. You just need to pay them more. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Not, no, I don't think it is. In fact, surveys have shown that. But do uh, do people with are there more people with children that decide to be teachers than people who are single? I don't know that. I have no idea. I just wonder if the lack of getting married and having kids has is, is caused fewer people to choose that vocation. Uh, I have no idea. That's certainly an interesting premise to investigate. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the Rand Corporation did a big survey of teachers trying to figure out what was going on. And I had to scroll down to like paragraph 15 uh, of this story to get to the why. Wouldn't it? That was immediately what I wanted to know. And the Rand Corporation cited, and I'm guessing this is in order. I haven't clicked on the actual survey because it's slightly voluminous. But anyway, um, they cited stress, number one, then low pay and long hours. I think that is an incredibly inadequate phrase for an incredibly important topic. Stress of being told to teach, being ordered to teach extremely controversial, radical theories of sex and sexuality, for instance. The stress of having out-of-control classrooms and having progressive policies of discipline remove their authority from the classroom. And, and there are several other things, but I think those are two very important factors. And that, and I'm not going on my own guesswork. We've asked teachers repeatedly, if you have left or you're planning to leave the profession, why? And they have written eloquently and movingly about it. And, and I think that quote unquote stress, which if this was an algebra class, that would be a very, very, very long set of factors inside the parentheses, if you know what I'm saying. And then they say low pay. It's low pay given the stress. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I I wonder if you went back 50 years, or maybe you wouldn't even have to go back that far, how many teachers would say their job is extremely stressful? I'm guessing not that many. 
That's the key question. I'm isn't thinking it? your average third grade teacher would say, no, it's hard. Lots of jobs are hard. There's a lot of work, but stressful. I don't know if it's more stressful than anything else. As opposed to now, it's the, of course it's stressful now. You can end up on the wrong side of history <laughs> as it's currently developing so easily as a teacher. And then the whole, oh, yeah. you're not allowed to discipline anybody. And if you do the government paperwork you have to fill out, oh my God. So, if on the one hand you have a uh, an occupation, a, a a life's mission, really, because I know we both cherish good teachers. I mean, they're heroes. I love good teachers. I thank God for your existence on earth, you good teachers, including those who taught me. Um, if you are in a uh, a, a job, a, a career, a, a life's mission that is joyful, rewarding magical, difficult, always challenging, but you see young minds and hearts blossom? Well, the fact that the pay ain't, like, super great, it's just not going to be that big a deal, as opposed to you're in a chaotic hellhole being ordered to teach radical ideologies you find abhorrent. Yes, the pay's too low for that. And long hours, I would say. That's roughly the same you know equation I'm talking about. Yeah, well, if you ruin the vocation part of it and turn it into just a job where you have to determine is the juice worth the squeeze, yeah, you're going to end up in a different situation. So a couple other notes from the world of education. This is from the uh, the Free Beacon, which is a terrific website. Uh, and, and for a avowedly conservative website, they're pretty damn good journalists and pretty responsible. I'm uh, uh, growing as a fan. Um, Portland Public Schools, Jack mentioned this briefly the other day. I thought it was worth following up. They're workshopping new equitable grading practices that bar teachers from giving a zero just because you didn't turn in the assignment at all. And you can't give a zero if they cheated. The district's initiatives aim to address racial disparities and inequities in grading and instruction, a journey that the district began, these are quotes now, during the pandemic. Grading for equity eliminates zeros as a grade, even when cheating or right. It also calls for no penalties for late work, no grades for both homework and non-academic factors, such as participation, attendance, effort, attitude, and behavior. So if you punch the teacher in the face and turn in no work, they cannot downgrade you for that. And that, friends, is going to lift up our minority children. It would be terrifying to be that delusional. I mean, you have to be, you're like one step away from hearing voices and imagining there are demons chasing you to be so divorced from the way human beings really work that you would advocate those policies. You people scare me. Well, they won the day for now. They got a brief edge, but I think... Uh, more and more folks are becoming aware of what's going on in the schools and are getting more and more militant about it. And and good for y'all. We're certainly uh, on your side. A couple more very quick notes. There was an arrest in the L.A. area. Um, uh, Southern California districts, districts, including San Diego, Antelope Valley, uh, Glendale, Los Angeles. There is a fight broke out at an elementary school in L.A. because the parents were enraged that they were teaching the tiny little kids, hey, Johnny, do you like to play with dolls? You're probably a little girl. And the rest of the radical gender theory, to my point that people are starting to wake up and show up. Is there one more? Ah, then on the other hand, 
and this is just interesting kind of in a weird way. Tennessee, Michigan, and Carolina are among at least 16 states that have tried in recent years to use reading tests and laws requiring students to repeat third grade to improve literacy. They're saying, look, if you get out of third grade and you can't read, you need to do third grade again. Because if you can't read... You can't learn math. You can't learn science. You can't learn social studies. You can't learn anything. You've got to be able to read. And what's really interesting about this is the the resistance. People saying, well, I don't know. It disproportionately affects kids of color, and, and it's tough for the kids, and the families might be discouraged and all. I think the divide is between can you recognize reality or can't you? Yeah, that I I, I became aware of that a couple of years ago with a variety of things that were going on uh, at schools with my kids and other kids I know that being held back was no longer a thing. I didn't know that, uh, that they'd changed that since I was a kid. How are you doing a kid any favors? by passing Social them? promotion, keep them with their friends. Oh, my God. I, I have examples of kids who that so they, they end up in the next grade they're not ready for it for a variety of reasons COVID messed things up and all kinds of things and uh, they're miserable they're because they'd have no idea what's going on and you're not helping anybody right or at least an intensive months long summer reading get up to speed program that everybody's heard of and everybody knows about because it's so important interestingly in Tennessee. Um, whose, whose hearts and brains were in absolutely the right place, I think, in passing this. Uh, roughly 60% of Tennessee third graders who tested in the spring failed to meet the necessary reading threshold. More than half, friends. Wow. So is the answer, we need to launch an intensive and year-long study of why our kids can't read? Or is the answer, no, just pass them, just put them in fourth grade? Well, in many quarters, the answer is the latter. Just or pass them. This is too crazy. Do we think human beings have changed so much in recent years that they're incapable of reading the way we all did before? I mean, that's crazy, obviously. I know it is. It's uh, the brutal, brutal racism and, and cruelty of low expectations. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we got this text. Not today. I've got a bunch of stuff to do around the house. So I assume they texted the wrong person. They meant to send that to somebody. So should I respond? Well, then we're no longer friends, or <laughs> I want a divorce. <laughs> How about I respond? I want a divorce then, or something. How about watch your back? <laughs> wow, that is funny. Came across this uh, piece by Drew Holden writing for the Free Beacon. Kamala Harris is rebooting her vice presidency. No, seriously, this time. But I find Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, the name rings a bell. Michael, can you re- remind us uh, who she is? She speaks in uh, in rhyme. And, uh, it's weird. It's weird. The bus will go here and then the bus will go there because that's what buses do. And It's weird. <laughs> Today, the business of our work is for the council to report on the work that has occurred since our last meeting across these areas. <laughs> the bus will go here, the bus will go there. This issue Weird. of transportation is fundamentally about just making sure that people have the ability to get where they need to go. There you go. 
Wow, that's incisive. Uh, and so what he's talking about, and it's not exactly <coughs> a news flash that the, uh, the the mainstream media is wildly bent toward the Democratic Party, but he went to the trouble of assembling all of this stuff. He's talking about the fact that Kamala Harris is once again rebooting her historically unpopular vice presidency, and as usual, the mainstream media are here for it. Politico on Monday published a nearly 2,000-word profile of Harris as she supposedly put the rockiness behind her and shows America the real Kamala. And he quotes it at, at some length. And he writes, Kamala 4.0. Kamala has been stepping up, taking center stage, finding her voice, and hitting her stride as a progressive Amazon for the past few months, according to headlines. New York Times, Kamala Harris takes on forceful new role in the 24 campaign. Washington Post, Kamala Harris seems to be stepping up to her 24 role. CNN, Kamala Harris takes center stage in Biden re-election campaign's rapid response to GOP. Politico, why Kamala Harris is a better VP than you think. CNN, Kamala Harris has found her voice on abortion rights in the year after Dobbs. Now she's making it central to her 24 message. Vanity Fair, Kamala Harris's 2024 role crystallizes around abortion rights. Time, Joe Biden finally gets it. Kamala Harris is the key to 2024. Wow. Bloomberg. Kamala Harris is finding her stride as the team Biden's voice to black voters. New York. Abortion rights finally gets Kamala Harris, gives Kamala Harris a chance to lead CNN. The battle. And there are a few more. But that's not her first reboot. In between her cringeworthy public appearances and damning leaks from her media, the media has been anticipating her vice presidential, presidential comeback since at least early Last year. This is from early last year. Washington Post. Harris team looks to course changes to reset her political prospects. LA Times. Vice President Kamala Harris is making changes, but don't call it a reboot. Politico. She was zoomed out. Veep mulls escape from DC bubble. Then they go back to two years ago, her big reboot that the media wrote about and wrote about and wrote about. Hilarious. Good luck with that. Keep trying. <laughs> I am going to get on my elliptical machine today. Now, I've said it out loud in front of thousands and thousands of people. Yes. It would be embarrassing. You're on the record. I'm on the record, and it would be embarrassing to not do it. So, do it, damn it. There you go. There you go. You watch a little news, something, listen to a podcast, fly by. You'll enjoy it. You'll wish, oh, I wish I had more time to do this. It's just, it's just, it's, a, so good. it's a habit I need to create. Once I create the habit, then I'll be fine. But it, my habit now is. To not do that <laughs> ever, you know. I, yeah, yeah. I have debilitating back pain, and I know what I really need to do is stretch a lot, like an hour a day. And it's very difficult to motivate myself to do it because I feel like I'm not doing anything. It is stupid to the level of the. I don't know the, the, your suicide squirrels that run out in front of your car. It's just. It's an A, B, it's, it's one plus one. It's the simplest thing in the world. Do this and you will not be in pain anymore. But I'd like, wow, I've been doing this for 10 minutes already. It's like, wow, come on. I don't know. Terrible. You want us to text you, Jack, and remind you? Yeah, feel free. Okay. In fact, uh, listeners on the Twitter, badger me all day long. Yes, not a great look, but yes, we need the staff to badger us to do the right thing personally throughout the day. Yes, that would be good. Being around yeah. to for, uh, for my children? Nah. Embarrassment so on Twitter? Maybe that would get me on the elliptical. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. San Francisco is making a big advertising buy with a new uh, video and song to try to uh, convince people to uh, start, tourists to start come visiting again. We'll, we'll play mm-hmm. some of that a little bit later because I found it hilarious. I don't know where they shot that video. That doesn't look like any part of San Francisco I've seen recently. Union Square is now an armed camp, and you're slightly less likely to be victimized. Come on back to San Francisco, where you're slightly less likely to be victimized. Yeah. That's my entry. Yes? No? (laughs) No. 
So more on that to come. First, though, on a fairly similar topic, and we got all sorts of great stuff to talk about this hour. I mean, too much. It's too much. The stress of trying to figure out what to put in, what to leave out is too much, including an hilarious uh, senior student prank. Generally, I'm against this. I think you ought to line up in your uniform and obediently submit to all of the orders and requests of your your superiors in school. But apparently this one was really funny, so we'll play that for you. Uh, Portlandia has had enough of the bums and junkies. IRL, somebody was talking to me uh, the other day about, uh, that stands for uh, in real life, uh, for us internet hipsters. Um, <laughs> IRL, somebody brought up, uh, do you think this is going to improve ever, or just uh, does it keep getting worse and worse? And, you know, since we observe this sort of stuff for a living, my belief is that in a lot of your bluest areas, people are being forced to abandon their political orthodoxy and admit, hey, this is a disaster. I hope you're right, because I've been saying for some time, is there anything that's not getting worse in America? Well, yeah, and I could be a naive Media, fool. I don't know. crime, politics, no, energy all of those prices, are worse. whatever yeah, you want to all, all worse. <laughs> and yet, in terms of policy, if you've lived long enough or studied history, you understand that uh, things veer back and forth. There are too many people in prison. Let's go soft on crime. There's too much crime. We got to go hard on crime. There are too many people in prison. We got to go soft on crime. It's frustrating, but it's reality. Mm. Anyway, in Portlandia, they've had enough of the bums and junkies. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, hey, Michael, roll 25 and then we'll set up Dan Springer again in a moment. Sit 10 feet from his car seat. My toddler can watch someone shooting drugs into their arm at a stoplight. It's not fair to my kids or yours to see a dead body on the side of the road as we try to leave the house for hot cocoa. I'm sorry, I should explain that. That's a Portland mom during public comment at a city council meeting talking about her toddler 10 feet from the car, looking at dead bodies, people shooting up. You yourself, Jack, while in Portlandia, saw a a woman just unclothe herself and pee like a horse in the street. Yeah, I distracted my son because he was quite young at that time. Hey, look at that over there. So he looked the other direction. But yeah, this, this rather large woman bent over, pulled down her uh, stretch pants, and just like a fire hose coming out of her hind end onto the street. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. And just like unbelievable in like a cool hipster, nice part of one of the nicest cities in the world, previously Portland. Right. Just like what the hell? My kids have seen things that I never saw. Well, nobody saw in America, whether you're a child or an adult. Right. Didn't matter your age. You never saw a lot of the things that you see now. And my Thanks, metal guy. Um, our both of our affection for Portland back in the day cannot be overstated. Oh, what a, a wonderful great city! Town. Oh, the food, the music, the arts, the scenery is just had a v- just super vital, funky feel. But now it's a, it's a cesspool of aggressive bums and junkies. Anyway, what to do about it? Clip twenty six. They will vote on a plan, a measure, uh, next Wednesday, drafted by Mayor Ted Wheeler that would ban camping everywhere in the city from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. It would also prohibit camping overnight in city parks, on public sidewalks, and near schools and daycare centers. People who violate the ordinance would be guilty of a crime and subject to punishment. They would get a written warning the first and second times, and then on the third, violation could face a fine up to $100 and or up to 30 days in jail. It's so maddening. I mean, uh, glad you got here, but why did you have to let the city rot if we're going to get here? Why didn't you in the beginning say, 
No, you can't sleep in a public park overnight. Of course you can't. Get you out never of could. Here. You still can't. Get out. Right. But Leah, for years you let it happen into where it's just everything is destroyed or dirty or people don't go there anymore. And now you're going to get to reality. Maybe. This is a proposed ordinance. And the headline from NPR Portland, which has got to be like... Vladimir Ilyich Lenin would say, that's too far left for me. I'm not comfortable with this. Che Guevara would say, geez, what a bunch of unhinged liberals about, you know, public radio in Portland. Noam Chomsky would say, oh, come on. (laughs) Bunch of wackadoodles. There was hours of testimony about the camping ban. Portland City Council heard strong opposition Wednesday to a proposal to ban homeless camping on public property. More than 100 Portlanders shared testimony with commissioners, blah, blah, blah. This proposition, it will immediately make your life criminal for just being alive, said one person who has no effing grasp of reality. Street Roots vendor George McCarthy, who said he was homeless in Portland for 10 years. This will make it much harder for the most vulnerable people in the city to live. It will immediately make your life criminal for just being alive. That's right. That's exactly what it says. Your life is criminal for being alive. No, you just can't sleep in the damn parks. Uh, I believe this would be, oh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, somebody else. Oh, Ted Wheeler. Ted, some pronounce it weasel, Ted Weasel, but. <laughs> The mayor said, uh, I believe this would be helpful for those who are currently struggling on our streets. And I believe that this is what Portlanders in general are asking for as well. Imagine having to make impassioned speeches to say, we can't have junkie camps in our public parks. Well, You're that, making people criminal for just being alive. Well, that second half of his sentence, that's what I was trying to get at at a city council meeting a long time ago. When are you going to start caring about the regular taxpayers? When do they get some love? So I like to hear him say that. I think this is what most Portlanders want. Yeah. How about, yeah, yeah. Do what most people want. Says one of the super progressive lawyers involved. Uh, there is no doubt the law will be challenged in court. It does not meet an objectionably reasonable standard. Quote, it is not reasonable to expect people to pack up and disappear every morning when they have nowhere to go. It's unreasonable to throw people in jail for 30 days after two warnings for violating an incomprehensible law. Uh, Show of hands, folks. (laughs) Show of hands. Did anybody find the law incomprehensible? You can't camp in the parks. Nobody? Is Is that working or is it clearly comprehensible? Where are you you supposed to go? Somewhere else. They have nowhere to go. Go somewhere else. I don't care. That's none of my business. First You're a free all, person. First of all, go someplace cheaper. It's the, the most expensive cities in America. They're having so many homeless people living in the streets. There's a lot of people that would love to have lived in Portland over the years, but didn't. You know why? Because it's really expensive. Same it with is. San Diego and L.A. and San Francisco and a bunch of other places. I visited a friend who loves Portland, lives in in Portland proper, and I was surprised at how modest their abode was because it's so freaking expensive. Like you said, Seattle, Portland, these people have a right to housing. Yeah, you know, even back when we worked in Wichita, our first job together, I didn't live in Wichita. I couldn't afford to live in Wichita. I lived 20 minutes away out in the hinterlands because I could afford it. 
I didn't scream that my human rights were being trampled on or call it incomprehensible. I comprehended it just fine. And I got to where I could pay for lodging. Chase Louise. I wish, I think, that I had video of that woman doing the whole fire hose out of her hind end routine. <laughs> that was something to see. Became kind of a kinky yours, huh? <laughs> no. It's a sick no. The more no. you think about it, the more you want to see it again. Is that what you're saying? Well, kind of, but not, uh, yeah, not for any <laughs> pleasurable reason. It's just, it was so extraordinary. Yeah. First of all, how many gallons of water did you have to drink to do that? Well, and don't go into any more body shaming. The fact that she was somewhat heavy set really is that uh, key to the story. Do you need to throw that detail? It in? played a role. Yeah, and actually, a good storyteller is going to create a visual. It's part of the visual. It's absolutely part of the visual. I You're have like a dang uh, horse. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I own a farm with 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 a, with a horse. I've had multiple horses. It looked like a horse urinating. That's something. Well, at least she doesn't suffer from dehydration, apparently. Stay hydrated. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> That's what I should have said. Good job staying hydrated. The, the fact that she, the fact the, the fact that a city gets to the place where that person isn't like finding a place to squat behind a bush on the street. Nope, on the curb, just turns yeah. toward the street. People everywhere pulls down her pants and just lets it go, and then everybody just. Kind of looks and rolls her eyes and walks along. Nobody says anything. Nobody gets out their phone to call 911 or anything. Just guess that's just life in Portland. Hey, now that you have some context, I was uh, an idiot. I should have set this up better. Give us clip 25 again, that Portland mom, Michael. Not there. My kids are yours. Sit 10 feet from his car seat. My toddler can watch someone shooting drugs into their arm at a stoplight. It's not fair to my kids or yours to see a dead body on the side of the road as we try to leave the house for hot cocoa. I'm sure she was responded to some activist saying, there's no fairness here. There's no equity here. These people have nowhere to go. Yeah, I shouldn't be living in horror, in filth, in a dystopian zombie landscape purely because of policy decisions. The people who want help, get them help. The people who don't want help, get them the hell off the streets. Where are they going to go? Somewhere. Anywhere, not here. Uh, you can comment anytime on our text line, 415-295-KFTC. We'll get to that new, uh, not to make it all about West Coast cities that are falling apart, but we'll get to that new San Francisco ad campaign. Maybe maybe you'll make your uh, vacation plans for San Francisco if, you, if you've never walked ankle-deep in human poo. Oh, it's not that deep. Come on. Cover the top of your shoe, matter. But ankle deep, that's an exaggeration. Cover the top of your shoes, maybe. <laughs> Stay with us. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be doing the show right now. I need it. I fell yesterday, last night, into a vortex of hate and depression that I get a couple of times a year. Dark. The v- dark, wow. dark, dark. The old VOH&D. Yes, yes, just loathing of mankind. Do you know what I'm, brought on the vortex of hate and depression? Well, I've been trying to, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about that. Obviously, that's the best way to get out of it, uh, that and just connecting with other people. Um, if, if like uh, some of us, you, you uh, suffer from that sort of thing occasionally. Um, and, and it occurred to me that... And I had to go back over the day. And some of it's just, you know, fatigue or not feeling good or whatever. That tends to... But it, the theme was people being crappy. People being selfish, hateful, willfully ignorant, stupid, um, unhelpful, uh, unneighborly, bad friends, uh, bad neighbors, that sort of thing. And and it it just goes back to and and there was one phone call to this radio show. We used to take calls, um, 
that I'll remember until I die. And that's the guy who was so angry about how rude and unkind people were all the time. He, there was a name for the condition that he was uh, on the verge of suicide every single day. It made him so crazy. And I've realized that if he was a five on a one to five scale, I'm a four maybe or oh, really? three and a half. Wow. That makes me insane. Wow. You're got um, a bit and, of a Holden Caulfield thing going. Yeah, I guess so. I, I try to be aware Bunch of, of it. lying and, phonies. Well, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. I, you know, I had tried to have perspective. It's, it is humanity. I have no choice but to accept humanity as it is. I get that. And I get that I'm not a perfect human being either. I probably piss people off. So I try to be, you know, have some perspective on it. But, oh, my God, I just I was just so through with humanity yesterday. And, and I was picturing coming in and arguing about some of this stupid effing politics <laughs> stuff. And thinking I can't possibly do it, but oh jeez! Then I thought, all right, number one, it's that hatred of what is wrong and indecent that fuels me doing this show. Occasionally, it just boils over, and you know what? It's kind of fun to come in and talk about this stuff. So, I'm, like I said, I'm glad I'm here. It's 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 good. I'm glad to have the distraction. Yeah, well, it does. And I wish I could give you more specifics. I realize I'm being very vague, but um, it, 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 it it's not worth the time. Sometimes when I go into those moods, <clears throat> you know, sometimes and it might do some damage too if I were to unload. Go ahead. Sometimes yeah. there's a reason that a person is in a in a mood. I mean, you have something going on in your life, or something happened that day, or whatever that would make most people unhappy. Sometimes that's the case. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the case with me, though, there's one, not a particular thing. I'm just in that mood, and I always have to remind myself that uh, you've been in these moods before out of nowhere. They go away, and you look back on them and think, what the hell was that? So Yeah, that was just, out of proportion. Let's just yeah. hunker down and wait till this uh, storm blows over. Uh, don't believe everything you think. A uh, schizophrenic friend of mine says regularly, don't believe everything you think. Because everything you think that, is not that's true. That's good. That's uh, good. You know, if you start thinking the world is against you or whatever you're thinking at the time that is making you unhappy, doesn't mean it's true. Um, oh, oh, that's right. There's, I'm sorry. Do you have more to that point? Because I left out the most important part. Go on. The the most important part and the part that I realized was making me nuts is the phenomenon that so often do you remember that lying sales guy in Charlotte who would just okay. cheat? You know, you narrowed it down to a town because when you said you remember that lying sales guy, I said, sorry, you're gonna have to. What color <laughs> no, was his the hair? The tall one, John, John, the tall <laughs> yeah, lying yeah, yeah. sales guy. I do. I you remember I, him? I think about him on a semi regular basis. What did he count on? The fact that you didn't want to call him on it and get into a confrontation about it. So he would right. just, you'd just say, because crap. he knew you knew it was bull crap, but he didn't right. think you were going to, you know, stand up to it. So, right. And not like I once shot 63 on the golf course. No, he would be cheating you as, as an ally, as somebody on your side. But he was counting on the fact that if you called somebody on being the bad guy, that would make everything really uncomfortable. Right. And then you would kind of be the bad guy. And I kept running into circumstances like that yesterday. Some of them of reasonable significance, some of them a little more trivial. But, okay, I can call this person on being just a piece of S, but that would turn everything really weird. So it was that whole theme of people counting on other people's decency to get away with their indecency. Yep. And finally, I just boiled over. And it was, you know, it's like those, it's like road rage. That's never about what happened on the road. It's always somebody with a lot of anger. Sure. Just has that, that final straw and they want somewhere for that anger to go. And so anyway. 
Yeah. If you and your wife get into a big fight over taking out the trash, it ain't about taking out the trash. Right. A quick word from our friends and sponsors at HelloFresh. This summertime, don't spend all your time laboring in the kitchen, shopping, running around. Let HelloFresh make meals easy for you. Yep. And if you're in a rut, you eat the same thing all the time. They've got 40 changing recipes to choose from each week. And if you're wanting to get uh, super healthy, how about the new Fresh and Fit Summer Menu featuring calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus vegan dinners, too. Farm-to-doorstep quality in every HelloFresh box. Just so delicious, the variety Jack was talking about. This summer, spend less time meal planning and prepping and more time enjoying yourself. Lay back and leave it to HelloFresh. Sign up today for 16 free meals plus free shipping with code ARMSTRONG16 at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONG16. That's ARMSTRONG16 at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONG16. Cancel any time you want. So again, 16 free meals plus free shipping with the code ARMSTRONG16 at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONG16. Um, Jonah Goldberg of the Dispatch, when he first got the job writing a column weekly for the LA Times... He uh, he had to write two columns. He writes still writes two columns a week for the Los Angeles Times. And he said to George Will, his friend, who's been writing a column twice a week for the Washington Post for decades, God, how, how, I'm just concerned about coming up with stuff, you know, twice a week, every week, year round. And he said, Don't worry, there'll be there'll, there'll be at least two things a week that piss you off enough to make you want to write. <laughs> That's kind of the way this job is. You know, what am I yeah. going to talk about? Ah, there'll be enough things. Come along, make you angry enough to want to come in and talk about them. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.